0: Good morning, it's Sharon Huckle, and you are now listening to the second episode of the Pretty Smart Stylist podcast. This morning, I'm going to talk about the three C's in life, which you start out with making a choice, and then you have to take a chance to go for that choice in order to have any change in your life. And... I've got a purring cat in my face. I don't know if you can hear that. That's my background music for the moment. She's just, he is just a lovely little kitten that we got anyway. So obviously wants to be a party. He's pretty much eating my phone right now. Um, Anyway, I'm making a choice to do this despite the obstacles in life. Um, Not that a purring kitty in your face is the worst obstacle, of course. But this is actually not my first time recording this episode I recorded it the other day and for some reason it got stuck in some technical glitch and I lost the audio when your podcast is completely audio then you have no podcast so (laughs) here I am recording this again and I'm actually going to record two more right after this um, unintentional batch recording because the next day I had good intentions of recording a podcast again. But the night, I guess it was Wednesday night, <laughs> I ended up having to take my son to the hospital because he had a really bad ear infection. And so we were there late and, and then I slept in the next day and didn't record. And then I was going to do it again last night after I got home from work at eight. But poor Caden has an ear infection, a really bad ear infection and a super sore neck. And he really just wanted his mom to be there with him. And I ended up lulling him to sleep reading. Um, stories from his childhood which was kind of sweet but he's he's almost 16 and he still needs his mama so sometimes life gets in the way and you have to put that aside so we're just going to pretend that not, you know, not that we're going to pretend that never happened. Of course, those are actually kind of the sweet moments in life, realizing that you're needed and wanted still in your teenager's life. That's important. Uh, so I had to make some choices you know, the last couple of days, what was the most important thing. And because of technology, things got derailed. But also because of technology, I can just go back and re-record things. Um, obviously, my original thoughts, because I'm doing stream of consciousness, speaking here and not writing things down. I don't remember everything that I said, but I remember the three C's. So of course the next thing was taking a chance. So this whole thing has been taking a chance, right? Making sure that this is something that I commit to doing one way or the other. And you have to take a chance in your life that things will come up and it's okay. And sometimes you don't, if things don't work out well, it's it's okay to take a rest. You don't have to quit. Uh, that happens a lot in life, right? Where things get hard, life gets in the way, you get derailed. And so you have to make a ch- take that chance that it's going to work out okay, even then when things have gotten kind of crazy. And you make that choice to figure out how to make it work again, right? Not to quit. So I'm not quitting. Um, and hopefully because not too many people listen to the first few episodes of anyone's podcast right away. You're just listening to this later in life, and you really didn't notice, except now I'm admitting everything, because, of course, I am a woman of no secrets, (laughs) and I wear my heart on my sleeve, and so I just talk about everything. That's why podcasting was actually a fairly natural choice. Um, Of course, when I was in school as a, a child, I would get in trouble for talking too much in class, and I was also accused of being a bit bossy sometimes. But in the end, it's worked out okay. So those teachers who <laughs> didn't see the genius in that, um, it worked out okay because I get to chit-chat and play with people's hair all day for a living now and talk constantly. And uh, I ended up being a, a boss, right? Big boss lady. And um, both of those have been super rewarding. So I'm glad I made that choice to... Not let the teachers who said negative things, don't get me wrong, I had a lot of wonderful teachers who said more wonderful things, but um, when anybody says anything like that in your life, um, you can take it two different ways, right? And I always chose to take my ability to talk and lead uh, as a good thing. And fortunately, I had wonderful parents who encouraged both those things. Um, not everybody is so lucky, I realize that, and that's why sometimes you need to summon the courage in your life to make a chan- to take that chance to make a-, a change despite what's going on in your external world. Um, externally, lots of things can come and get in the way, like this purring kitten um, <laughs> or far, far worse, right? Um, that happens in everybody's life, but no matter what. Uh, the internal dialogue that we're listening to constantly in our head is actually one of the harder things to overcome. And that's where making a choice is really super important. If you're going to make a change, you have to decide if you have what it takes to make a big change in your life. And if you don't have that, in yourself and you need to search outside yourself to find the courage and find the resources for someone who can help you get through the, the difficulties or the challenges or the obstacles that are, are those bugs on your windshield that are making it hard to see what's really important and what's, what you really want. And you, we hear this a lot that discovering your why is a big, a big thing And you have to do it for yourself, but sometimes you have to find something beyond yourself um, to help push you through. Because it's easy when you've only made the decision to get fit or get um, committed or, you know, eat healthier or exercise or take a course or, you know, get have a relationship with somebody get involved even like do online dating or you know whatever it is when you make that choice that this is what I want then you figure out what your why is it has to go bigger it has to be beyond you in order to really want to take that chance if you're just doing it for yourself it's really easy to just put it off and procrastinate and tell yourself you're not good enough to do that or um, whatever the million excuses are then the no change is really going to happen. It's, it's easy to just stay in our comfort zone and try to be happy with where we are. And I know that is something that gets preached a lot, to just be happy with what we have and where we are. And I firmly believe that as well and be grateful for what is on our plate right now. But at the same time, humans have this burning desire for more, to do more, to have more, to be more. And you have to try to balance both of those things, right? So, you know, I, I kind of made jokes with Caden the other day when I was driving him to the hospital. He didn't find it very funny at the time. But I said, man, if you want to spend more time with your mom, it's okay. We don't have to spend, pull all-nighters at the hospital because <laughs> it's actually happened quite a lot lately. Right? He's gone to the hospital. And that's sort of a funny story as well because Caden, he's my youngest, who's almost 16, he was born on Halloween, at home, and he's never, up until he was 12, he had never been to the hospital, not even to be born, never, um, had antibiotics or anything like that, he was a really healthy kid, hardly went to the doctor, and it's not because I don't believe in, um, any of that stuff, I totally do, but he, um, was just healthy, right, he didn't need, need any intervention, so all, all was good, but, On Christmas Day, the year he turned 12, Christmas Eve, he'd been a little bit, you know, sick, pukey. So I just thought he had a touch of the flu. And I was having everybody over to my house on Christmas Day. And he was still pretty sick. And so he was sort of downstairs in his bedroom. And I had everybody else upstairs. And I just kept checking on him because I'm a pretty good mom. (laughs) And uh, anyway, at one point, he's like, and we were sort of just looking up things on Google, you know, checking what the symptoms might be, but he wasn't, it just seemed flu-like. So I went down to check him again and he just said, I just want to go to the hospital, right? And because he had never said that before, I kind of went, like the light bulb went off and thought, maybe I should take this kid to the hospital. And we'd actually looked up appendicitis on Google, but he didn't really show all the symptoms, right? So I decided, okay, let's go. And it happened to be a really beautiful day. I live in in Ontario, Canada, so Christmas is usually snowy and freezing cold, but it wasn't actually. I didn't even take a coat to the hospital. It was that mild out. And obviously didn't think I was going to be there for long. And anyway, we get there, and um, they had to call the ultrasound technician in. It was Christmas Day. We interrupted her dinner, and... I saw her write on the ultrasound, APP, question mark, question mark, question mark. So I I thought, oh, she doesn't even know what this is, right? Can't be a big deal. And Caden was in kind of a lot of pain, but not terrible at that moment. But he said, I just want to go home and sit in the hot tub. So I said, okay, buddy, we'll be home really soon. Don't worry. And then the doctor came in a few minutes later and said, we're pretty sure it's his appendix. We're pretty sure it's perforated. Can you drive to Kingston? And I thought to myself, oh, well, that was a good thing I didn't have an extra glass of wine at dinner. (laughs) So off we were going to the hospital. But of course, we had to stop at home first because I needed a coat. It was December 25th, after all. So I informed my family that I was leaving, and we were off to Kingston. But I don't even know where I was going with this story, anyway. (laughs) Caden's been a pretty healthy kid. So now I find, there's where I'm going. Now I find that when he Because I didn't take the appendix thing as seriously as I should have, probably, (laughs) he turned out fine. It's okay. Um, But he was in the hospital for a week. Now I find if he complains and says he needs to go to the hospital, I've been taking him for almost every little thing. So he'd had this sore neck for a few days. And, you know, we thought, well, gee, it's because you're getting older. (laughs) Everything's going to start hurting soon. My neck always hurts. My shoulders always hurt. My hips always hurt. Welcome to almost adulthood, right? So, um, but I got home from work on Wednesday night, and his face was really puffed out on one side. So I'm like, okay, something's wrong here, and so the good mom in me kicked up because I'm not really a worry wart overall. Like I mean, obviously I worry about certain things, but I d- I tend not to panic. So I took him to the hospital. So that is why episode three did not get built in the time that it was supposed to. And then, of course, this morning I'm really trying to figure out why episode two did not get out there and play. And I don't know what happened. The audio disappeared. So, And then last night I had good intentions of catching up. And it hasn't happened yet, right? Life has got in the way. So now today... I'm making a choice to go back and start over, right? Not exactly from scratch, but I got to start over. So this is episode two, right? And we're talking about the three C's. And I'm sorry you missed the first or the second episode, the first iteration of this, because I know I said some good things, but I can't remember what they are. Um, But of course, it was about making a choice, taking a chance, and really affecting the change that's in your life. And I'm sure I was talking about business stuff because obviously in the last 20 years of being an entrepreneur, I've been through those three C's a million times. And I've always liked that part about being an entrepreneur, that you could make choices very quickly and could make change very quickly. Uh, There was a lot of chances you had to take. But when you are like a small business owner and say not working for a large corporation or have a board that you need to go through, there's power in that. And although it's scary to have things on your shoulders all the time, it's also a little bit liberating that you have the ability to make a choice and institute that change really quickly. So there's lots of circumstances where you know Tim and I actually, we own two different corporations. Um, There's... The Cat's Meow Hair Salon, Inc., right? That's my salon and spa business. And there's the Urban Herb Restaurant, Inc. And now we've sort of morphed that into being more of a, a vacation property sort of company. We call it Urban Collective. And it it did encompass a lot of different things two different corporations, so I'm um, you're supposed to keep minutes with corporations, but because it's mostly Tim and I running the show all the time, of course I take copious notes all the time, making lists, but I also chuck those lists once things get crossed off. So often our board meetings were in the hot tub. And I used to joke, uh, at one point I had to produce minutes for the corporation and I had to go back. And it was kind of an interesting exercise where I had to go back and try to figure out what decisions we made at any given moment. And of course there's key pivotal moments in your life where you remember exactly what happened and why. Um, But I also kind of joked to my lawyer saying um, a lot of our our minutes were adjourned with an FU as one of us stormed out of the and, uh, I didn't know if I should include that in the minutes, right, because obviously when you have chosen your business partner in life to be, uh, also your partner in matrimony, um, things can get a little bit sloppy, um, messy, and, um, a little bit cursy as well, so, uh, we did go to bed angry. I'm just going to admit that <laughs> a lot of nights. Um, and sometimes we didn't go to bed together. One of us slept on the couch. Um, and I always joked I didn't mind ever sleeping on the couch because it was like getting a hug all night long. <laughs> but not from some hot body. Anyway, I feel like I've been lucky overall to have my business partner um, be my husband Uh, But that has also come with a lot of challenges, and I will save that for maybe the next episode that I'm recording this morning. Um, But we made that choice, right? We made that choice, a conscious choice to get married. And then a few years later, um, right before we made the conscious choice to get pregnant, um, to have a baby, we made the conscious choice to open our first restaurant together. And that, of course, caused a huge trickle effect of you know taking choice making choices and taking chances, and obviously there were some big financial chances we took there um, in opening a restaurant because everybody knows it 's one of the toughest business, but we actually had a good run with it for for five years before we had our second child and uh, I know I did talk about that in episode two, but i 'm not going to get in that right now you 'll have to wait till I ramble about that some other time. Um, so big changes I'm looking for in my life currently and choices that I'm making now and chances that I'm taking, again, often it requires pulling out your credit card. Um, I've made the choice to educate myself in a different area. I've always been a real student and a passion for that. And that can almost be a problem as well, because you can almost I don't want to say you can over-educate yourself, but you can get into a, a position of analysis paralysis where you're not putting your education into action. So I've always tried to, to consciously make that choice to learn something and then implement it. And I think that's good advice if you can do that. It's it's great to gather knowledge you know, constantly, but if you're not implementing it, A, you're going to forget it, and B, you're not really getting the value out of taking that education. So... Anything I say to you today, if you're listening to this, make a, cho- a choice today, but also take that chance of implementing what little tidbit that I may have sparked in you, some idea, some little nugget, Make take the chance to actually make it happen, right? Because that's the only way the change is going to happen, right? So if I if I keep right now, I'm actually taking a number of courses, like almost too many, um, I made a few too many hasty choices there. They're all good, and I know they're going to all come together, and I have to sort of pace myself and take them and adjust them accordingly to the the plan that I'm trying to create. But part of it was um, I had made this one choice, and then partway through I course-corrected which is a benefit of being an entrepreneur. You can you can course correct when things aren't going quite right. I course corrected and changed my mind because actually I was, as I was moving through these courses, I was gaining more clarity about the end game. And sometimes you, you have to make a choice before um, and take that chance before you even know what your, your final goal or your final destination is. That's life. I mean, things happen. Life happens and things get derailed. So you have to change your... Path because the destination sometimes changes as well. And that's okay, right? That's learning that that's okay. And it's actually kind of an exciting, spontaneous, empowering way to live your life. And um, so I've, I've been taking these courses. I'm continuing to take these courses and I'm sure I'm going to add more. But the bigger choice I've had to make in my life, it's not just to take the courses, it's to actually implement what I'm learning. Hence the podcast, because I was told that recording and publishing, not just recording, but actually publishing something every day is a really powerful mechanism for change. So that struck a chord with me. And I'm actually going to get into video later, but the podcasting was kind of a good idea because you can do that no matter what you look like. (laughs) I am actually sitting here in my pajamas still having a cup of tea um doing this because uh sometimes video especially for women we want to get our hair and makeup looking just right and that takes a hot minute <laughs> and um that can easily derail you and i know i've been talking about doing video for quite a while and i do do the occasional one in the salon when i've course my hair and makeup is already done but things can get easily derailed there there's been plenty of times where we're trying to record a video and the phone will ring or you don't want to shut that off because it's your business phone or someone will walk in the door because you know our door's open for business right so the the podcasting where you can't see that the fact that I'm wearing my pajamas and trust me they're not sexy jammies okay (laughs) even though I do do hair and makeup for boudoir photographer I never wear those kind of clothes (laughs) we photograph in those um, I am wearing, uh, basically track pants and a black sweatshirt, black. I even wear black pajamas. Um, I only wear black and that was a conscious choice I made as well, because honestly, that simplifies my life by choosing my one color for my uniform. And I say that, you know, a uniform because that, that's sort of how it works. I wear black, um, morning, noon, and night. Like I literally don't own any other color except maybe in some jewelry. Um, and, and that's cool, right? I actually do have one gray t-shirt that um was a, a hand-me-down for my kids, but I do only wear that at the trailer when I'm having a campfire. <laughs> so uh yeah, you know, we all have these weird things and the older we get, the more we realize those weird things are just a part of who we are and we actually should embrace them. So um I wear black. And that has been a choice that I've made as my life was as cha- chaotic, more and more chaotic. It was a a good choice to make that um, because it never slowed me down when I was getting to rest in the morning. Sometimes being a busy mom, and entrepreneur, I had to simplify certain processes. And though although I still like to be creative with my, my clothing choices, and I'm less so now than I used to be, but I think I will find that again as my life sort of gets less chaotic. Um, having just that one color choice has made a big impact in creating simplicity. And I've loved black for many years, but my love affair with black has actually become more of an obsession. (laughs) Like I reject other colors now, not in my hair and not in my lip color and not in my jewelry, but in my like tops and bottoms, it's black. So that might be the thing you want to implement now, picking out a uniform, right? Might not be all black, but it might be a, a clothing that you feel comfortable in and maybe it's not taking a chance in that area but that will allow you to take chances in other areas because you've simplified that that little thing right i know i mentioned and i can't remember if it was in the first episode or the the mystery second episode but there's a jack canfield canfield quote um he's one of the guys that coordinated that chicken soup for the soul series um, but he said a hundred. What is it? No, hundred percent's a breeze. Ninety nine percent's a bitch, and what he means by that is when you have to keep making the same decision over and over and over again, it's actually really makes it harder, right? And he used the example, and it's a good one. Pretty much all of us have made the decision that we're going to brush our teeth every day, sometimes several times a day, right? After each meal or in the morning, before before you go to bed. You've already made that decision, so you don't have to keep making it again. You won't go to bed without brushing your teeth. At least I have um, made that decision. So it's it's just an automatic thing. You don't even need to think about it anymore. Um, But if you had to get up every day and decide, hmm, am I going to brush my teeth today? Like... (laughs) Eliminate those sorts of things from your life. Make a commitment 100% and decide to do it. So again, I'm, I've made this commitment and I've, I've made it in my head 100% that I'm recording this podcast th- for the next 365 days. And even though I got derailed because of the technological issues and then the life happening, I'm still putting in those episodes. Because it would be really easy to just say, oh, you know, forget it, I'm not going to do it, it doesn't work, blah, blah, blah. But because I've made that choice and that commitment to take that chance that I can fit these 20, 30-minute podcasts into my life, I- I'm doing it, I don't have to think about it. So here I am, pretending, <laughs> but not pretending, that that, that stuff didn't happen. I- I'm, I'm recording three podcasts in a row here. Um, and I don't even know what they're all going to be about because this one was supposed to be about the three Cs, and I guess it still is, but it's so different, I know, than the one I actually recorded a couple days ago. And that's okay. Life is like that. You have to be fluid and flexible in order to navigate the bumps because there's going to be so many bumps. Oh, my God. Who knew how many bumps there were going to be? So if if you can take one thing out of this crazy rambling podcast today, it's you have the power, right? You have the power to make a choice. So decide today what that choice is going to be. It might be something big. It might be something small. It might be something sort of medium-sized. And that's cool, right? Make a choice to commit to something. And then take that chance. And when you take that chance, you have to kind of acknowledge the opportunity obstacles that may come up and not even may come up. They're definitely going to come up. Make that decision that you are taking a big enough chance and you're going to commit a hundred percent, forget the 99%, make the hundred percent commitment that you're going to take the chance to bust through those bugs on the windshield and see the bigger picture. And so that you can really make those changes those sweeping changes in your life that all start with one small step, right? In order to make a huge change, you still have to just do little incremental changes, right? So the big change I'm looking in my life, there's going to be some inward transformation, definitely, it's already happening, and that happens incrementally, but also you have these big aha moments, So internally, when I fill my own cup, right, if I I can't give from this empty well, someone taught me that a long time ago, a wonderful woman, Suzette McKay, love her. Um, You cannot give from an empty cup. You must fill your own cup first and then give from the overflow. That's the best way to give. So internally, I'm going to do that by getting this education Filling my brain with positive things, whether they're affirmations or motivational speakers, that kind of thing, or the advice that I'm getting from my mentors. Fill my cup with positive things so that I can give out that positivity, right? So every day I'm changing my own stinking thinking because my brain got pretty full of a little bit of nastiness there. And I had to make those conscious choices to Push that out, right, acknowledge them, but push them out and make way for more positive thinking and If you don't like what you're hearing in your own head, then listen to somebody else's voice right? Listen to the good stuff if your parents didn't support you and tell you good things, then fi- adopt some new parents, man, like not technically, but find some some mentors, some older, wiser, loving people to tell you good things, right. And even if you just have to tell them yourself a little bit, find your old wise woman that's in your head somewhere there from generations past and tell yourself those good positive things you need to hear, right? Or let me be that person for you. I'll tell you good positive things because that is what I resonate with is filling people's lives with positivity and making them feel good about themselves. That was the idea of the cat's meow salon and spa, right? Right? I am a servant. I do want to serve others and make people feel great and let that have a ripple effect in the world. So you want to make that choice, okay? Take that chance, and that's when the real big change is going to happen. Incrementally, every day, when you start you know, collecting all these small wins, making these small changes that's when you're going to see the big results. So externally, what I'm looking for in terms of change for my life is more connection with my community and that doesn't just include my my little family unit, although I'm looking for that as well. I want to connect with my community in terms of my town and my friends and my bigger family network, right? And then... The big change I want to see is I want to connect with more people around the world. And I'm doing that through the education that I'm receiving, but also through the education that I'm giving now, because I learned a lot in the last 46 years, right? And I feel like I've got lots to share. So I want to connect with that. And that's going to create change in our financial situation. Know that um, because... When you open yourself up to more people, there's more opportunity there. Remember to look for the opportunity within the difficulty. And I'm not one of those people who has a bad relationship with money. I actually think money can do you a lot of good. Um, and I don't have any problem with being wealthy. I, I know in my life I've been flush with cash, and I've also been really broken in deficit situations. And being flush with cash was not only more fun, but it put me in a position where I could give more. And that's um, a big thing for me, right? Spreading the wealth around. And really, I sort of feel like if you were an asshole, pardon my French, but if you were an asshole before you got rich, you're going to be an asshole afterwards. But if you were a nice person, you're going to be able to take that wealth and do good things with it. And um, that's my, my bigger mission, the one outside of myself. Yeah, like I want to have more money in my bank account for sure, but I've always been able to give even when I didn't have a lot of money in my bank account. And so I know that when I do, I'll be able to give more and impact more people. And that starts sort of with my, my own self then my immediate family and then goes out to benefit all the people that have been really generous with me in my life. So think about the three C's today, choice, chance, and change, and see how you can make that impact a bigger story in your life. All right. So have a great day and we'll talk to you soon, like really soon, because I'm going to record the next episode now. (laughs) Bye.